Welcome to the Diving Deep AF podcast. I'm Dr. Kaylin O'Hara. And I'm Michael Mersingo. And we are in a committed relationship. She loves me. <laughs> and we will be sharing our journey with you as we experience it ourselves through our thoughts, feelings, epiphanies. And while healing together and as individuals. Along the way, we might be talking about some adult-themed things. Like sex time. And other topics like intimacy, communication, trauma. And healing from said trauma, and so much more. And all within a safe and authentic relationship. Nothing is off limits as we share these experiences with you. So come follow along as our journey unfolds. And buckle up. Check, check. She's back. You're back. We're back. We are back. Motherfuckers. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. A little bit. We've had a very... Oh, this is just a check-in. I was already going to get into it. Yeah. We've had a very big... Month? Six weeks? Yes. Yeah. It's been really... I mean, we we recorded enough ahead that we could fill in for five or six weeks but we've had a lot of stuff go down i'm just realizing it as we hit record it's like when we hit record the portal opens and we have this opportunity to reflect there's magic here in this podcast yeah there's a lot of stuff going on so just like um, totally hit me yeah so i think the sound check works let's well i don't know we're gonna find out and uh buckle up people we got a lot of stuff (laughs) we got a lot of stuff to talk about (laughs) welcome back you sexy motherfuckers You're listening <laughs> to the you Diving smile. Deep AF podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm your co-host, Mike. The sexy Mike. The sexy Michael Marcinko. So new to hear uh, to me. I'm still not used to that. Um, and across from me is my muse. Oh. My, it's, it's, I think it's the dorkiest thing ever. My partner in cream. Mm, Ride my, or die, baby. Okay, that's a new one to me. I love it. I find that very strange too. Oh, I like it. Because Paul Walker died and he was Vin Diesel's ride or die. And there's, you know, it's so sad. Anyhow, sitting across from me is the doctor. (laughs) My muse. I'll just say it, Dr. Kaylin O'Hara. Thank you. You're welcome. Isn't it great? Doesn't it fucking feel good, doctor? Fucking doctor. Yeah, you got to start saying that more often, by the way. That's what Mike said to me yesterday. You're a fucking doctor. No, I didn't so say it. You yelled it. I yelled it in a good, in a very good, good, healthy way. It hit me in a, in a deep place. Yeah. So he yeah. was affirming me in a positive way because he loves me. So here we are. And um, I'm in love with the doctor. You're not a stripper. That's no. Doctor, yeah. It's I was good like, stuff. why does it sound familiar? Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I just going to say? First, we want to remind everybody of a few things. One, because we had somebody email us recently and she signed off a sexy motherfucker. So we're very excited that it's already been adopted that y'all are sexy the, motherfuckers. Yeah, for those of you who are in our world and are listening and are in this thing that we're doing, um, we're calling you sexy motherfuckers. So um, remember that. Two, we've gotten some more five star reviews on Apple. But we have something that's new. You made something new. What did I make? You made a TikTok account. Oh, I did. We also have a TikTok, which I'm really excited about. I don't really use social media, really. And I don't Um, know how to use that one at all. No. Mike is very much a social media user in a way. 
I will hop on and hop off throughout the day, but not scroll or try not to, unless I'm looking at weird food. This will get good in a minute. Hang on. And, um, but I'm really excited to use TikTok. Just look up diving deep AF because we're going to, we're the intention at least is to share things there that we're not going to really share anyone else because it will really fit that platform where we want to like answer questions, engage, show you more personal. We'll have some things. tidbits there. Yeah. It's like little nuggets of wisdom and information. Whereas, yes, and then we can draw you back in to like this. the the meal, the hearty meat and potatoes that is the podcast. Are you tired? What time is it? Is hearty meal? Hearty meal. It's cute. It just. Yeah, it's eight. Listen, it's eight. I feel it's, like it's it, like two thirty in the morning, eight, and we just like it's eight forty-five at night. But doesn't it feel like you getting, and I just like just flew in? Like I feel like we were on vacation, who knows the fuck where, and we just fucking flew in, and we put our luggage there. We're like, we should do a podcast, but no, we've been laying around the house watching skin with the secret skin. of skin washer at Walker Ranch, <laughs> having super deep. We're not even gonna go here, but yesterday we had like insanely. Oh gosh, this brings us so many things. Yeah, really transformative conversations. Working through our own personal stuff in a very healing way. We spoke on the direction of this podcast and our empire and our movement for like four and a half, five hours. Yes, we have created movement, and that's what this this episode is about. We haven't created it; it's coming through us, Mm -hmm. and we're answering the call. The movement around safe love. Say it. Said it. And today we want to talk about, we're going to try, well, we're, we're going to talk about this, but who knows where this actually is going to go. Is your love safe love? Look at this, four fucking minutes in, and we already touched on the main subject. Look, look, look sexy motherfuckers. We are locking this shit in tight right You're, now. And normally it's usually about 13 minutes because there's some sort of like we're cookies eating, involved. Yeah. There's some stories. No, we I might are, make we are Kaylin getting... laugh from the kitchen. We have to re-record a full oh, yeah. five minute segment. Have we let that one out yet? No, we yeah, haven't. We have no, eight minutes of me laughing. Funny. Yeah. That'll come out soon. Is your love safe love? So essentially, um, gosh, where do so, we start? Well, so I'll ask you the question. Okay. Like how do you like, Obviously, there's a definition, okay? And then we can give some examples here. I also want to talk about how we've come to know it, too. Correct. So let's start off with the basis. Like, what do you feel that safe love is? Me? Or are you asking? I'm people? asking you because you got to tell to them. Yeah. And then we'll give them some, you know, here's the snippet. Yeah. So, like, what's like, what's your take on safe, safe love? Like, what? how would you describe it? What do you think it is? How does it feel? Yeah. Well, and... It's going to bring me back into it's something that I'm learning, discovering, realizing is very natural to me and very natural to you. But I'm learning and discovering it in my relationship with you because it's being mirrored back to me. So the capacity for my ability to express safe love is is amplified and met and mirrored and whatever in my relationship with you. Okay. Um, whereas in other relationships, it was not met and mirrored. And so it wasn't wasn't working out. But safe love is, oh gosh, I mean, essentially, when you can see, love, witness, hold space for someone else, for them to be who they really are, love them in that, and also receive that in return, Mm -hmm. which we talked about safe love being a safe mirror. It's a safe mirroring experience. Safe meaning... Like I get the vision of like, I'm free to come out of this shell or out of this thing and be seen like, 
like a can't like a cancer crab like so cancer astrology right i'm cancer so we have this like hard shell but we really have the soft little belly so on the outside i might pinch the shit out of you but like inside i'm soft and vulnerable and so when it's safe safe to come out safe to relax safe to unfold safe to be then as that opens and as that expands what are you thinking about Something just shifted. Okay. Well, keep on. I say keep on going, but I, I it's you. You touched on the fact something is just like rippled. In the yeah. Room. I say you touched on something. Oh, did I? About when people are in relationships, and oh. we were kind of talking about this. And I'm not even wearing masks or anything like that. No. But no, no, no. we are always holding something back. Because of fear or shame or guilt, and it's nothing about like, oh, I did something wrong. It has nothing to do with that type of guilt or shame. It's just like, hey, I'm a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit this. I'm I'm really this. Um, I really, really like this anime or mm-hmm. this show or you know this kind of stuff. Fountain pens. Fountain pens. Mike has a lot of fountain pens. I have a lot, and 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 a lot of ink. I have ink. I'm more. I have way more ink. Anyhow, but these are those things where, when you're getting to know somebody, there's certain like those are the things that you don't let them see right away. Mm-hmm. Well, and this is just beyond the relationship too. This, mm-hmm. These are truly like the masks and personas and things that we wear naturally Correct. as defense mechanisms, as protection, as constructs, as things that we grew into and never even questioned that are all rooted in our identity, our sense mm-hmm. of self, our, you know, our traumas, our psychology. This is all truly, this is all psychology and energy. Um, and I was going to say the safe love portion of that mm-hmm. ac- accepts all of those things. Mm-hmm. They will take naturally. you naturally. Like it does, like there's, there's not an effort. There's not a thought. There's zero resistance. It's compatible. It is, if it be correct, but the safe love says, like, so when I told you about my rock collection mm-hmm. or my fountain pens. Okay. You showed them to me. Um, yeah. I was, I, I, she was at my place. I'm like, Hey, um, we're 13 again. Do you want to see my rock collection or not I... even you brought me into your room and you tucked me into a really nice blanket before I knew it. Tubs were coming out of your closet. You didn't say anything. You didn't say in your mind, you might've said, Hey, do you want to see my rock collection? But all I knew is that I'm cuddled up in your like soft bed and you are taking one delicately wrapped rock after the next out of a very deep Tupperware. Yeah, tub there's thing. a lot. It's heavy too. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's those moments like safe love is like, here's, let me show you this thing. Like, let me show you my weird yeah. portion of it too. Yeah. But it's also things of like, so yesterday I, I really hit, I ran into a very core core triggering moment of shame and guilt and all like really like a a core trauma. Yeah. And I was able to a stand up for myself in certain things in the case where I was strong in that moment saying, Hey, this is what it. So he means like we were, it was with me. Yeah. So So we we were, we were talking back and forth. Yeah. And I was, and I, I honestly, I don't even remember what I said, but I realized I stood up for something in that moment saying, Hey, this is what that actually is. Was it when I said something and you were like, no, that actually doesn't sit right with Correct. me. Correct. Yeah. Like I, I, cor- I corrected 
how I was interpreting something. Correct. Yep. And you're and, and, I, and you said I praised you for it. Ex that's safe love. Yeah. Me being able to a talk about what really was fucking me up, and then you coming back without judgment or shaming me or basically long story short at the end of this conversation it was amazing and it was really good you could have chosen in that moment to take advantage of everything i had said you could have hold, held things against me you could have abused me you could have like totally like Shame stockholm syndrome me yep. correct and we were both I like taking it personally correct and we were able to to give and receive safe love in that moment. Mm -hmm. We're doing that the whole time. It's just like ongoing exchange. Correct. Yes. And I think really what this goes back to is there's a lot of trust. There's a lot of active listening. And it goes more into how love is really more of an action verb. Mm -hmm. Love is just the feeling. It's the, the small acts during a day of Mike's had Mike ran into something mm -hmm. Mike, what, you know, like you said, Hey, what happened? Like you just repeated the same sentence six times, like six, seven times in a row. Like what is, what is up? Like what, brain? like what's actually going on in your brain? And I'm like, Oh, I didn't realize I said it six times in a row. So here, but here's a big point yeah. is, is your love safe love? I was present. I was mm -hmm. aware. I was tapped into you. Yeah. I could tell. So we can use this as an example without getting into the specifics, Correct. but like, we can see the all because so what we're basically describing is a situation that Mike and I were having a conversation and it was something that triggered something in you mm -hmm. and it it Base. worked all the way through it. Yeah. So but we can use it, which I think is a really perfect way to talk about safe love, because you really see how safe love is when you are in scenarios like this where mm. you could be vulnerable where you are talking about shame it's basically handing over your entire story mind body soul story your feelings your emotions you're literally handing all that is you yeah. to your partner mm -hmm. and trusting in them not to like here's what my egg. Do here's it? my egg it's super fragile, but it's all of me. It's my emotions. It's this trauma. It's our love and everything else. Here's this super fragile thing. And I'm giving this to you mm -hmm. and we're exchanging it back and forth. Mm -hmm. And as I give this to you, I am trusting you. There's no, it's not about dropping it, but I'm trusting you not to smash it. Yeah. And what happens in that process is with us handing it back and forth, it becomes less and less fragile hmm. because of the like develops resilience. Correct. Hmm. In that moment, that fragility that I felt, that core wound that I have, doesn't really exist anymore. It dissolved. It in dissolved an hour. Yeah, because at the same time, ever. like it was this huge thing for me. And like, I cried like twice, like yeah. it was like really big stuff. And yeah. you were able to say, okay, I'm going to take that from you. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to pass it back and we're going to talk about it. You're going to pass it back. And we exchange, we had these exchanges of back and forth about everything. Mm -hmm. And it was safe love that was able to get me through that moment. And then afterwards, 
for the, I don't know, we, maybe we talked about it for half an hour, mm-hmm. right? We'll just ballpark and say for 30 minutes, we were in this moment. Mm-hmm. But then afterwards, we spent hours using that moment as a springboard and as a, and basically another more building material to make our foundation stronger. And so again, as something, quote unquote, we have a challenge, we get to turn that because of safe love, we get to turn that moment Mm -hmm. into something that reaffirms and strengthens our relationship. Mm -hmm. So safe to me, safe love. I was just going to ask you. So then what is it to you? uh, To me is being seen Mm -hmm. and accepted fully for who I am. Mm without any judgment, any shame. Um, I don't know, there's probably a word for this I can't think of, but without using any of that against me mm-hmm. at all. It's basically, it's almost like, you know, we talk about reparenting yourself mm-hmm. as a child. It's essentially you doing the same thing where it's you working with me. Together. We're doing it together. That's we're in your brain that's working that shit up. Yeah. And obviously safe love could be things everything. is everything else. But in those moments, how I like how I can, scenario. how I can best describe safe love is what you did to me last night yeah. was having that moment where I'm in my shit and I'm at my worst. And it's almost like an emergency siren goes off. And you say, okay, I'm here and you're safe. Mm-hmm. And we're going to now get through this together. Mm-hmm. And when we get out through the other side, not only is my shit either gone or dissolving because mm-hmm. it's going away, mm-hmm. that's happening. But we're also stronger because of that. Mm-hmm. And you now have a further understanding of who I am. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, you reaffirm your love for me in such a deeper way. It's like, wow. I've showed you the worst of my worst. This is the shit that I didn't even know I was running into. Mm-hmm. And you're still accepting me for mm-hmm. who I am. And I, like, those are things I've shamed myself for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And you're still like, still love you. It's, it's actually, e- it's easier to love you in that moment. That's yeah. safe love. Mm-hmm. So when we were, we were talking today, when we were hiking about like, you know, what kind of like defines safe love, obviously it's things of like, you got to have high emotional intelligence. You have to like, oh, yeah. you're choosing your partner, but you can meet your partner there because you have empathy. Mm-hmm. Because at the same time, when you. Your capacity for safe love. Correct. Like, because the main thing is the safe love is this, your partner's giving all of themselves to you and you, they're giving you the power. Like, take this. This is me. This is everything that I am. Mm-hmm. If you drop this bad things happen. Mm-hmm. If you like, and you could do, you could manipulate that moment, however you want to. Mm-hmm. And, but you don't choose to manipulate the moment. You choose to be soft. You choose to be loving. Mm-hmm. You choose to help me through that. That's what safe love is. Mm-hmm. Like, I know we went on a big roundabout story, about oh, stuff, good. but safe love is very, it's an action verb. It's having capacity to see your partner almost better who them than they think they are has to go both ways though correct because if all like if you had 
say I had done all those things that I did for you mm -hmm. with you communicate. However, I held space yesterday mm -hmm. um, with you. It works safely, you know, but if I were to put that same and that's the same type of energy you use with clients, not that I sell you as a client, but to hold that space, to be non-judgmental, to ask you questions that help things become clear for you mm -hmm. without me inserting my agenda, you know, to be able to really do that neutrality and love and whatever. But in, in other circumstances with people that, that, that they're not safe or we're not connected or it's not working, the safe love goes, it doesn't exist. It doesn't, yeah, there's, it doesn't match. So, um, I think is your love a safe love? On one hand, you may not even understand your capacity for safe love or what your love is even like if it's if it's not being met in ways that honor it, see it reflected back to you. Mm -hmm. So it just seemed like an important distinction to hold up. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, I mean, the questions I would like the questions I used to ask myself. When my love when when love wasn't safe, when I wasn't experiencing safe love. Mm -hmm was like, what else can I do? Yep. What else can so I that's say? That's a good question, right? Like yeah. if, if how did, so you, number one, is your love safe? Um, do you, and you, anyway, so the, one is your love safe. Two is, is their love safe? Do you feel safe? Do mm -hmm. you feel seen? Do you feel head held? Do you feel supported? Do you feel understood? Do you feel like you get to be your best self with this person and continuously evolve into greater versions of you? Or do you feel stuck, stifled, held back, overcompensating, working your ass off, not met, not balanced, not equal? Do you, do you Are you afraid to show them who, who you, you really are? are? And do they not really see who you really are? And do you feel like you have to over explain or under explain? Do you feel like you have to hold back or over give? The reasons that we feel compelled to do all these things is because energetically there is an imbalance. Mm -hmm. So for you and I, when we feel any sort of imbalance, we know how to support one another through that and to move into it. But in relationships where that's not possible, not saying that you and I have an imbalance, but we can feel those subtle changes in one another and then work with each other you to kind correct of, the course right yes. away. Yeah. We don't have real imbalances, but like when something is grossly imbalanced, we know. Yes. In a second. And, and the person that is what we talked about earlier, the more sensing person, the more sensitive person, the more caretaking person, healer person, fixer person, as you know, like my friend, go find her on Instagram, Dr. Ashley, um, will say overfunction. Mm. So we will tend to overcompensate for the lack that our partner is giving us when they are not safe, when they are not giving us the same mm -hmm. love that we really need. If you are not flourishing, if you, if it's not working, if it's not feeling good, which leads into so many other things that we've talked about. There's so many things rattling around in my head. About how this connects to everything that we want to share Every, with the fucking world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause this is like, this is like us kicking, kicking off mm -hmm. into this whole fucking trajectory. Like I'm, I'm even running into old memories with past partners of like, when we talk about safe love, what we talked about today and what we experienced this weekend and shit never since pretty much ever since day one anyways, yeah. like things of like, holy shit, 
like just how bad it was how bad it was like yeah like, <laughs> the best one i remember the biggest excuse and i you're like yeah not even an excuse or whatever it was but explanation i tell people like but you don't know her like i do yeah <laughs> you're sitting and you're like that's, that doesn't make sense no. at all because they're clearly Denial, seeing, right? yeah so yeah there's so much stuff in there that when you're operating in an environment that lacks that lacks safe love mm -hmm. you're making excuses for everything mm -hmm. you're 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 compensating for everything you're, you're numbing you're, out. yeah you're numbing you're making the weirdest excuses you don't feel like yourself yeah you know like oh if, you know like the things that went through my mind was like hey if i only tried harder if i only did this extra stuff if i only did yeah you're just like if and that's the overcompensation correct. for the inherent there's so much there's so much of that yep and so if you're thinking that and feeling that and it's and it's not something you can address safely in your relationship and it's not going anywhere then there's a true imbalance in the relationship whereas the difference with you and i is we'll come to one another and say like and we'll, we'll kind of even check ourselves like hey do i need to do more here am i not doing enough mm -hmm. like we just get to ask each other like when i before we got on and i was like am i telling you am i like objectifying you too much am i you know hypersexualizing you because i find you attractive in these ways and i feel like maybe i've been a little bit too much yeah. you know but we can just ask that in the moment and then solve for it so if if one of us is feeling like uh was that okay should i have done that does this feel good does this feel balanced and we can clear it what yeah seconds? it's done in three seconds yeah it's right. like <laughs> No, you're not objectifying me too much. Right, right. We, um, you enjoy it. We're two, okay. I enjoy it. Yeah. Three, I've never had it, yeah. and I like, like again, I don't because I don't really like I res I don't respond how I typically respond to other things. Like I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> like I'm a big t I'm a big talk. I talk a lot. Yeah. Like I'm always doing something, and in those moments, I just look at you and I smile. Because I, a, I, I'm really happy. Like I'm so happy I can't talk, but I'm also taking all of it in and I enjoy mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And I think the cool thing, the cool thing about the safe love that's within that paradigm mm -hmm. of, Hey, I think I'm doing too much of this. Mm -hmm. No, Hey, you're not, but this is, and at the same time saying, you're like, you need to continue to do this because mm -hmm. this is so good for me mm -hmm. and my soul this is actually safe love yeah. and like you go through, am I doing this wrong? No. In fact, you're actually doing this right yeah. now. And now again, something that felt off to you felt feels way more on than it probably ever has. We can safely ask, am I doing this wrong? Mm -hmm. And get the right response. Yeah. And, and it, even if you were doing something like, okay, you were talking to, I, I was reading something on my phone about a watch earlier today earlier today uh -huh. and you were in the kitchen and i knew you were in the kitchen i saw you you were talking to me the uh -huh. entire time uh -huh. you were talking about these um, these amazing oh we are talking about yeah get the fucking amazing, cashews from costco okay a kirkland butter brand toffee. butter toffee oh a cashews fuck. they're amazing holy fuck they're like seven eight bucks they're it's like the best thing. they're so good so you're talking to me yeah delightedly about these fucking cashews about them uh -huh. i'm reading about some garmin gps watch on my phone and then I get up, I come to you. Hey, this is the watch. Uh -huh. It's blue. It's uh -huh. gonna match. It's gonna match something. Uh -huh. And then we go about our day. Uh -huh. A little bit later on, 
I'm eating cottage cheese. And like, oh, that's funny. I just started about eating cashews and you're snacking in that. And I'm sitting there going, when did you eat? Right. Like, and I was like, baby, I just talked like, to you about cashews what are you talking for like about? Yeah. 10 minutes. And you were like, like, I had no idea. Are you, what? And yeah. I said, well, I figured you just were ignoring me because you thought what I was talking about was stupid. Okay. And then what did I say? <laughs> you were appalled. I was appalled. Because you actually couldn't hear me because you were reading. I was not, reading. Really the one reading. time my ADHD brain doesn't pick up on 20 things at once is when I'm reading something. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I was appalled at the fact that, A, I didn't hear you. Yeah. B, you ignored me. I ignored you. Yeah. And C, you're like, oh, that's just the thing he does is ignores me when he thinks it's something stupid. stupid. Yeah. And and we talked about we it. talked about that. I'm like, no, that's a that's not fucking acceptable, mm -hmm. and I shouldn't be doing that at all. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, but at the same, like, <laughs> it's fixed. Like now we know. Like, okay, if Mike's reading. He's not going to hear me. We'll don't figure, take it personally. Don't take it personally. We'll, like, we'll figure out how to get his, his attention. Because at the one, as I think I might, like, either I said this in my head, because that's an ADHD thing too. Oh, and I've I didn't, noticed. And didn't yeah. say it to you. Yeah. But I was just like, when have I ever not wanted to hear you talk to me? Right? Mm -hmm. Like, when you talk, like, I, like I'm interested. Like I, a, I might be tired though too. Like you can tell when I get tired. Yeah, you look like you're going to sleep when yeah. I'm talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that has nothing to do with you. It's just the fact that no, like know. my brain is like dead. Uh -huh. But when you're talking, you're my like I'm paying attention to you. Yeah, we get very engrossed. Yeah. So for me to do the exact opposite, I'm like I'm appalled. Yeah. Was I'm like, no, no, that's not acceptable. So I think like we have these really cool examples of safe love and operating really weird ways that has nothing to do with the emotion of love. It's the behavior of holding Behaviors. space yep. and having this capacity to truly see each other mm -hmm. and communicate even on the things that you think are super small. Because like that's everything. My theory, and I think I, I tell you this all the time, like. Yep. Like big things happen once you get married, you know, in theory, you're supposed to get married once, whatever, but like you, like me and you, we're not going to get married a second time. Right. Right. Like we could for fun. We totally should. Yeah. But like you buy one, like you buy a house, like these are just big things that happen once every so often. Choosing have these conver like conversations about stuff that you think is small, like grocery lists or shopping, or what are we going to do today? How are we going to talk today? What are we going to like? All those little things, all these like, I forgot even who said like the little things are the most important things in a relationship. I feel like you said this recently. Yeah. And like, this is such a, this is my, one of my biggest factors of why I feel our relationship is successful as it is, is because we focus and make sure that we have those little things hammered out and mastered and we're showing love, the safe love throughout every single one of those things, mm -hmm. because those add up mm -hmm. because when you're not shown those in a relationship, that's like death by a, a thousand paper cuts. Yep. Okay. Well, that's fucking torture. Well, and that's the whole relationship is yeah. all those moments. It's like, it is the relationship mm -hmm. is every micro moment and how mm -hmm. it feels to be with that person. And in their presence, it's not the, oh, that when we go out or when we do this or when, no, it's like, we're going to go around. Hey, we bought a car today. Right. Okay. Well, that's a big thing. Right. Great. Cool. But everything leading up to surrounding it within it after that those are, those moments are the important moments but buying the car is nothing it's just buying a car 
so let's circle back from these little moments versus big moments. Let's go back to like safe love 101. Okay. Mm-hmm. How would, I guess, how would someone determine whether their love or the love that receive the love that they're giving or receiving is safe or unsafe? Like what would be like, what are the, what would they want to look for? What they, what would they want to think about? It's a huge fucking question. Isn't that great? I'm, I'm, asking, the, I'm so asking many, the doctor. I know, but then I like, I, it gives me so many examples of so many people I've worked with and most of them, so many of them are struggling with this, either with their partner or with somebody else in their life that, you know, family member or something. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just not safe, you know, and they're not anyway. Um, I really don't know exactly where to take that because as I listened to you ask it, I thought about like with us, the ease, mm-hmm. the naturalness and all the compatibility and all these things that make our relationship mm-hmm. feel the way it does is how I know what it is. Okay. Whereas the countless ways that things for me have been unsafe. So that lead to endless questions and endless rabbit holes and feelings within your body too though right? right like your body's telling you things aren't safe right but the thing is like i guess i mean i can only ever speak for me and then through the experiences but it leads to a lot of internal questioning a lot of self-doubt a lot of you know shutting down or denial or not listening to your intuition it's things are feeling this leads into so many things you and i have talked about mm-hmm. like the myths that we talked about like um, things feeling really hard, feeling like a lot of work. Like you're always in these like rough spots and you don't know why, like you can't quite communicate. You're making all kinds of excuses for it because I think ultimately the lack of compatibility, if we really want to break it down, I think that lack of compatibility on as many levels as you and I hit, which is all of them and then some, and then some, and then some that I think are rare, but obviously exist. I think that's the core of it. Compatibility is what creates our connection. You and I are so similar in so many yeah. ways. Without that, there's so many potential disconnects. And I think because it's so common to be in things that aren't quite right, that we could go from one thing that's not quite right and one thing that's not quite right and one thing that's not really safe over and over and over again, not realizing it's just because what's really going to fit you is rare and unique. So is that, right? are, are we saying that too many people have just settled? Settled. Too many people have compromised yes, their own. What fucking examples do they even have of beautiful, safe love other than weird fantasies and like fairy tales and shit, you know? And then you're like, well, that that can't be possible. You know, I'm taught that this, this requires compromise and hard work and I'm going to have to change. And like, you know, as a as the type of people that we are really caring, overly compassionate, all this, we will over understand our partner's yeah. position and undervalue and under um support our own mm-hmm. you know oh yeah i mean there's a lot i mean if it's not safe you self-abandon the shit out of yourself yeah. and you prioritize everything about that partner mm-hmm. if it's i don't just, if i understand them better they will love me more Ooh, that yeah. was something i said a lot yeah it's decade great yeah. Yeah. fun stuff so I, I think i think it's just such it's i think it's the question that we could pose and mm-hmm. we can open because for as many people as there are, there's that many unique experiences of this, but there are common themes and common threads. So we could even throw it out to everyone out there. Like, 
how would you know? Because the word safe has come up in so many of my relationships with people that were really unsafe for me, you know, us like talking about being safe with one another or people that are even abusive using that word against you. Like, oh, you're not being safe to me, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, and then the thing that I wanted to bring up, if we can just quickly. I can do it, babe. That this, like, it kept coming to me as we were talking. So yesterday was the day of apparently processing all kinds of things, right? <laughs> yeah. But this was, this is super important to me. And this was a moment of, of safety that I created for you, where I also protected you from yourself, which is something that we've talked about. We've had questions about, stay tuned for that. There's a lot of that going around here sometimes. So quickly, just very quickly, I got triggered around something. It put me in a weird headspace. I really didn't know how to like think or feel. So I was trying to do it in real time. I couldn't. So I went and sat down on the couch and I was like trying to process and doing my thing. But my energy wasn't very good because I was not in a great space. And I can feel that. Mike can feel it. And in in relationships where you're a pretty empathic type of person, you'll feel these things. And then you may feel inclined to overcompensate or try to fix it or whatever because you want your partner to feel better. Well, because I got triggered and got into a weird space that I normally don't get into, and that was an unfamiliar thing for you to feel Correct. for me, now it's going to trigger something in you from an old place of like, now I have to go and solve this. So you go into like – Because I felt like I fuck – some, Fuck something up. I right. felt like I started that ball rolling. Right. Correct. So you you overtook responsibility, mm -hmm. which is a key red flag with this type of thing. I'm going to take on all this responsibility. It's me. It's my fault. So now you're in your trauma. And then I didn't know where you were for a while. And then you emerge from another room. The depths of your office. Yes. My home office. And you have a very different energy about you. Meanwhile, I've worked through this thing in my head. I'm feeling better. I'm coming back to reality. It's like a matter of 10 fucking minutes. Mm -hmm. And you stand in front of me with this energy that was very concerning to me. Your eyes look different. You had uh, this youthfulness to you that, that did not seem healthy like you were trying to make something better and it just didn't feel yeah, you said to me like you look very concerned yes yeah. but like in a young way you know anyway but i'm fucking a psychic right into it right so i'm like feeling all your fucking stuff you know and i'm like what is going on here and then he hands me this letter because mike loves to write letters and they're beautiful and i saved them this one we did not save we didn't even read no i told you to throw it out i did so he comes over and he hands this letter and i'm like what's this and you said it's an apology and this is when safe love comes in, in like the rarest of moments. Like how often does this actually happen when somebody calls you out in the way that I did? It was like, um, so you did nothing wrong. Nothing is your fault. I can definitely tell that you're coming from like more of a traumatized place right now. And if I'm, and I always say, if I'm wrong and I'm projecting on you and that does not sound like your truth, please don't listen to me. But like, this doesn't feel quite right. And I feel like you're taking on a ton of responsibility. You did nothing wrong. Everything's okay. I don't want to read that fucking letter. I need you to throw it away. <laughs> like, I need you to fucking throw it away. I had, but I, and I didn't, and I didn't say, I didn't fight back or anything. I literally turned around and threw it away. But you were still in that space. Correct. You were still in that energy. You did, you did what I said, but I was like, something about this seems really off. And we'll stop there for a moment. So in that moment, because you were so vulnerable, that could have gone. Yeah. Tell me how that could have gone. If I had taken that letter and said, thank you so much for apologizing. 
Oh, you're doing this in real time. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> Are you okay? We can stop. No, no. Here's the thing. I can look back at the two things that happened to me yesterday. Oh, I didn't mean to. I just meant. And, I... and I'm all playable, but we processed everything's okay. So the first thing that came into my mind is because I was. If I had validated yes, Mike, like you did something wrong. Let me take this apology letter. You said something mind. yesterday that said you would have been the toxic one if you would have done that. Yes, I would have. And another thing you said to me was, in this moment, I, like you, okay, <laughs> you could have completely manipulated and psychologically abused me in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I never would have known that. Nope. And then our whole dynamic would have changed forever. Correct. And that might not translate just in telling the story, right? Because people are just hearing a story, mm -hmm. but you could feel it. It was palpable. I went into a state that you are not familiar with it. So now I'm no longer the Kaylin that you know, mm -hmm. and you're like, what is her energy? What's going on? I need to fix this. But then it put you into the old patterns that used to get into, right? What triggered you or what you were triggered by and what you were working through was different than what i was also responding though too right so i was like oh my god i made her feel like shit yep. which wasn't the case no i said something and your response was oh i'm a terrible person because of dot 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 not because of what i said no because of my own fucked up correct trigger so yeah it was that looking at it now it was actually it's actually extremely cool and interesting mm -hmm. how and you're like, oh my god, why is this cool and interesting? Um, because of all the what could have beens, and we could have both really fucked each other up. Oh, that could have. This that. has happened us numerous times, though, where yeah. we could have been derailed very early on. Mm -hmm. Like I remember that time sitting on your couch and you were in the kitchen, like making stuff. I mean, like when we when we first started, yeah. like through that food prepping day. Like there are so many times all day long every day that things could go really weird yeah they never do because we can because of who we are and how we show up for one another mm -hmm. but yes in that particular scenario like i'm triggered in a way i'm not normally triggered you're trying to overcompensate what do we talk about safe love today is everything's coming from the lens we call it the lens of safe love mm -hmm. but it's because we are always trying to protect one another that's what that's how I came out of my trigger too. Right. So like I'm triggered and my mind is saying all kinds of ugly stuff, yeah. right? But I'm also in there being like, hey, Kaylin, number one, I'm talking to the thing in my head. Number one, we know these negative thoughts are a lie. Bullshit. Number yep. two, you can tell Kaylin that you're you're creating a weird energy in here. And it's not, you can tell that it, Mike's not feeling comfortable. And so I want to protect you. And then also, this is just a waste of fucking time because I could just snap the fuck out of this and get my life back after these last 10 minutes of mm -hmm. whatever the fuck's going on in my head and enjoy my life with Mike and bring our relationship back together right now because I could tell that it was like... And we talked for like five minutes. It was fine. 10 minutes max. And everything was good. And it was re and as soon as we re resolved, the energy just gone. Yeah. But in that moment, yeah. as like, is your love safe and is your partner safe? I could feel the potential power if I were a truly abusive, mm -hmm. toxic, or like just manipulative person. Yeah, yeah so I mean, like emotionally, like immature person, and not nearly as intuitive as I am, and like understand what was coming. I could have 
really reinforced Mm -hmm. a trauma and like a behavior of yours from the past. So you and I reinforce positive things and help one another rewire our brains into like positive, healthy pathways. And we did it in that moment. But it was like, for me, it felt like, I think I might've said it, like this feels like the worst moment we have ever had potentially. Not that it was bad, but like this to me, and I think I said it, you apologizing to me feels like the worst fucking moment we've had because you were reduced to that place. And if like the potential for that ugly thing to get reinforced for you, it was like, it was so mind blowing energetically. Mm -hmm. Like it would have, it would have reverted you back into some weird shit. Yeah. Because I was, I was apologizing for absolutely technically in reality. I was apologizing for absolutely nothing. And I'm like, I'm take, I'm gonna take on all this responsibility. This yep. is my fault. Which is what you used to do. Yeah. And that was the dynamic you lived in. So when you came out, you didn't look the same. Uh, your eyes were different. All this is different. So everyone out there, when you're an intuitive type of person, you're very aware. You're very tapped in. You can see your partner shape shift. You can tell what they're thinking and feeling to some extent. We're all fucking into like we get it, you know. But when you do that in a safe way, in a loving way, and can talk to somebody about it, you okay? You thirsty? I was going to give you this. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to drink that. I know. <laughs> no static water. Yep, no static water. But I wanted to bring up that example because it felt super important because it was it was self-love in action. Sorry, mm-hmm. safe love in action, which is something that you and I are always doing. So yesterday, as we're talking about it, yesterday was one of the biggest days of our relationship because we had really big things come up and we moved through them wonderfully and safely like your core wound around shame and my core wound wounding around like lack of self-worth both came up yeah and we're like cool we moved through it safely Mm -hmm. and actually my dedication to this relationship and keeping it safe and protecting you also accelerates my ability and my desire to move through my own shit so i can be better for this and for you Mm -hmm. and for me so it actually is, is I think it's, a, it's, a, it's it. a motivation, it's a driving a driver, force. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Hey, you know, I want to be, be like, I always, I, I always reaffirm to you because I've met you. I'm a better man, a better version of myself and I'm a better father and a friend and everything else that comes with it because of that healthy mirroring and rewiring. Yes. It's not imposing you on me. Mm-hmm. It's how we, me and you as an us, we help each other through these little moments that can be and actually are big Mm -hmm. because of the safe love lens that we look at everything everything's all about protecting one another but at the same time those moments i i I, I, every time we have these things i'm like i would rather do this excuse me i would rather do this every fucking day Mm -hmm. because every time this happens something gets rewired Mm -hmm. and that terrible moment that trauma or that wound that's in my head or that is in your head, whatever we're dealing with, kind of goes away. It resolves. It heals. And that's what Correct. So I don't like, think about that anymore. I'm not, I don't worry about that shit. Like that, safe love heals. Correct. And then it, it's, it's gone. It's, it's out it's, of your it's, brain. It's you've had a new experience. Exactly. And I think, again, it is obviously it's very exhausting. I, I think I fell asleep after that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and those things are exhausting, but at the same time, you wait, you know, you, you, this moment of realization, like you're again, you're waking up again, not actually after a nap, but you're waking up after this moment, realizing, and you can observe it and pretty much just say, this is what happened. This is why it happened. 
this is what we did. And wow, Mm -hmm. like, I can't believe we did that. Mm -hmm. And having, being able to go to bed last night, peacefully, like we both crashed last night anyways, but we went to bed happy and cuddled Mm -hmm. you were the big spoon the second you're the big spoon like we we are out within 15 seconds (laughs) like we were both so comfortable (laughs) but we woke up and it wasn't the first thing on our minds no we woke up new energy ready to tackle another hike and everything else but i woke up once i did think about it i was like wow like i i love the fact that we went through that yeah because i don't feel that i realized that the shame i was carrying isn't my shame wasn't my burden i was actually able to let it go mm-hmm. and i'm sitting there going, well, well fuck there goes 35 years of shit shame. Yeah. but i felt better mm-hmm. and the love and appreciation I, ha- I have for you now makes me want to bring things to you when they arise and not feel that fear like oh i'm not going to do this i'm not to burden them mm-hmm. with this or i'm afraid to show them this other thing that i hide in my closet this is the other skeleton in my closet i don't like to do or this is that one really dorky thing i don't like to you know like i don't tell anybody about none of that matters anymore none of those things exist i can say well hey this is another thing that just kind of bothers me mm-hmm. and can we talk about it mm-hmm. And then we talk about it, we realize it's not even a thing Mm -hmm. and it goes away. Mm -hmm. And I can do these things because I've given you reinforced that behavior multiple times to show me that no matter what I bring to you, whether I think it's big or small, it's going to be held safely and I'm held safely. Mm -hmm. Don't have to worry about that. I know, here's the thing. I know you're never, you're not going to abuse me like I was. So it doesn't matter what I bring to you. That I know that if it's important enough for me to bring it to you, it's important enough for you to give it your attention and your love. And then then that's just done. I know it's done. It doesn't matter what happens in that conversation. And what we talk about, it's trusted, it's good, it's done, it's resolved. We can move forward. Trust is a good word. It's trust. It's trust. Yeah. What what I thought as I was listening to you with all this, I kept hearing it in my head and I could like kind of see it. Is you know how we say like safe love is that you're being non-judgmental, mm-hmm. um, meaning in a negative sense, you can have positive judgments, um, non-judgmental and um, what's the other one? You're not being judgmental. There's something else. But anyway, oh, not projecting. Um, but what 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 I believe is actually happening is we are heavily projecting on one another. Mm-hmm. Meaning when you project, you're actually sending energy out at somebody and they will receive it. And it is, I'd like to understand you. Um, I love you. I'm really curious about this. Let's explore this together. Curious is huge because curiosity comes without judgment. It comes with. Curiosity is. It's gentle. It's Mm -hmm. again, it's just gentle, gentle and safe. Like you're, you're actively wanting to understand. Yep. And you're willing to actively listen and approach and sit and shut the fuck up. And just see what comes. Exactly. And we can, so that's what I do in my work with clients too. Like, we're going to be curious about this. We're going to ask questions around these things. And together we're going to see what comes because number one, I trust you to know. And I trust what comes to you and what comes through you. And then I'm really curious what comes through me. So it's not that you are not judging and you are not projecting. It's that you are aware that the judgments and the projections that you are creating and kind of enshrouding your partner around Mm -hmm. 
matter and carry a frequency and an energy. And if they are of love and safety and nurturance and I'm curious, like when I listen to you, I talked about this earlier, depending on what I think and feel will change how you respond to me. So I'm very mindful, like, you know, like last night I got, I was like, some of the things we talked about, I was like, wait, what a second? Like, is this, you know, like, not that I wasn't like, I wasn't upset, but I was like holding a question. Mike's fixing the blinds. You're making noise. (laughs) I was, I was feeling strongly at times. Mm -hmm. And when I would do that, you would respond a little differently. You'd get maybe a little bit more slightly defensive, you know? So the more that we're aware of how we're being and feeling, which is personal fucking responsibility, Mm -hmm. like it comes from you, like you taking responsibility, that will change how our partner thinks, feels, and interacts with us. So quote unquote, holding a safe space, I believe what you just said, which is helpful for to hear back is for me, it's as long as I've worked with people and talked to people and what I do with you, it's curiosity mm-hmm. and love, trust, and just waiting to see what unfolds versus ego, defensiveness. Do we have to talk about this now? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember hearing that for a long time, too. Word was it those words? What was wrong? No, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. So these are some of our thoughts on safe love. We are learning about it as it comes through us and as it's reflected back to us in our relationship. It is wildly important, I'll just say to me, because I think it's our biggest philosophy. So it's this is our this is our mission. Yeah. Every this is the most important. Everything we do is done through the if yes. Everything we do in our fucking lives is done through safe love. Yes. And if that's how we do things, if you do everything through safe love, there's no resistance to a lot of things. And when you feel that resistance, you actually feel it. You actually know, hey, this feels different. My body feels different. It's not reacting really well. I don't feel great. My head hurts. My stomach hurts. Or I I, I don't want to do this. Uh Like, And then you can start realizing that safe love that you're creating is always a fuck yes. Mm-hmm. And anything that isn't is you're going to get that resounding fuck no, or you're going to be wishy-washy. Yep. That's, and better. that's when you know, mm-hmm. like you truly, truly know, like if you're operating within that space or not. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's super important. And it, it I mean, truly the depths of this is like, it's for all people mm-hmm. and all like without feeling safely loved, like humanity will fucking. Suffer. And it's not hard. No. It's actually extremely easy. Yeah. The the thing that I found was hard until I met you was actually listening to my mind, listening to my body. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, my body's body shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. Why is it doing that? And kind of again, like I can look back at now through therapy and healing and having actually a partner that gives a shit. Mm-hmm. I can sit back, wow my body knew this shit was fucked up. I just did not know how to, that translated. Like my body clearly knows what's going on. Oh, absolutely. That's the hard part. But the easy part is actually living within, like living it and seeing it and doing everything else. That's easy. It comes naturally yeah, on some kind of, level. Mm-hmm. The whole body piece would be a really good one for us to talk about. I think it's part, this is that's part, whatever. Part two. But then also I think I keep hearing this. So maybe this is important. Um, 
you can be taken advantage of. Very much so. So that's the, that's probably for some reason that feels really important for me to say. So with all this, all the safe love, blah, da, 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 so wonderful and great. The amount of times that we've been maybe taken advantage of or learned, like unlearned the ability to trust ourselves, our feelings and all of that was because it, it the, the overall thing we were inside of couldn't support it. So it's got to go both you ways. Know, the right, the right person who practices self-love will reflect that back to you yep. as, as the healthy mirror. I think you said, yep. um, it will feel easy. Yep. The wrong person will start making you like, basically just start questioning everything. Questioning. There yeah. it is. Yeah. That's it. Like if you, if you, if, and that's the thing, if you're sitting here with your partner or you're sitting there with yourself and you're sitting there going, man, I'm questioning all of this stuff. Yeah now that's the time for you to maybe take a step back and realize like, okay, so what's actually happening here? We're not saying we're not going to say it's guaranteed that you're not feeling safe love or you're practicing it or it's being given to you. However, if you find yourself asking a lot of questions about the situation, there's your flag. There's your flag to say, Hey, let's reassess. You know, that also makes me think too, when we ask questions, it's because we're no longer sure. Correct. And when I spoke to my astrologer recently at some point, you know, she said something like, Kaylin, you're confused because you're not actually listening to yourself because you actually do know. And I really did know, but I didn't know I knew. So we all do know intuitively, instinctively, like we do fucking know, but we lose that along the way and we split. Yeah. Yeah. So like inside of these gnarly dynamics, some part of us is like, this isn't right. This doesn't feel good. This isn't, this something is not, this is not quite it, Mm -hmm. but because that's so obvious and that's so like black and white, yes or no, whatever is very easy for us to override it with all other thoughts and fantasies and projections and denials and whatever. But at the base we do know. So when you're questioning a bunch and making pros and cons lists, which I've fucking done and going back and forth with something and going like you're all over the fucking place. Like that ain't it. Well, I think when you're making like I I never do that with you. I've had to make that pros and cons list. Same. And after like after reassessing everything and talking like talking with some really good healthy friends, they're like, dude, if you gotta make that list in the first fucking place, what are you already doing? And I shouldn't you should never have to make that fucking list. Right. So there it is. Like all these things that you all you do to try to understand and oh like, am I deserving? Do they deserve this? You're having all these questions. What's and back going and on forth. here? Are they right? Am I right? You're, Should I trust them? You're in Should the you're way? in the middle of that self love assessment, and you realize that you're not safe love. Yeah, sorry. Safe I've said, love. I've said, I said it too. too. It kind of is both. You you're under you you're 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 finally kind of like understanding that something's off. Something's off. And you're not either giving it or receiving it or both. It's not, or it's not being mirrored back to you and you realize that. And now you're putting those puzzle pieces together. But that's what it is too. So we could also summarize, we'll have to go back and listen to this because we got it all in here. But like, if something feels off, Mm -hmm. that is an issue. Correct. If when you address this and it continues to feel off and you do not fucking listen to yourself and it doesn't get resolved, it will continue to feel off. Correct. If anything has felt off with you or vice versa, we will just bring it up. Correct. Like what's this? Or I don't like really the way that felt, or I'm having a feeling about this. Like I brought things to you because something feels kind of off and I don't understand what it is, or I want to talk about it because I want to stay connected because I'm coming from like safe love. Mm -hmm. 
if that doesn't go away and you continue to be in something that feels a little bit off and it's not resolving, that's that. There you go. Nothing ever feels off to me with you. And if it does, I talk to you about it. And it's usually some other thing. It shouldn't like, feel off. Ever. Most of the time. For, ex- of time. for an extended period of time. Right. If you, if it, like, there's obviously there's huge things that it's going to take maybe us hours. It has taken us hours to resolve. Well, and like, but at the same time, there's happen. still resolution. And there's still love. Yes. So if there's no resolution. And there's no love. Like, if you can't come together and you can't connect. Time for a reassessment. All right, we killed it. We're going to hop off. So uh, the usual things we have to say, please like and follow and share us. Come um, we're on us. Spotify. We're on Apple Music. What else are we on? Um, we're on Amazon Music? We're somewhere. Okay. We have the new TikTok. Yep. We have our Instagram accounts. We have a place for you to send in questions. And please send us questions at, because at the same time we have the one the, the question that we got asked like that first question is such a biggie and it's going to turn into like two or three podcast episodes it's a big one it's huge so thank you for following along um we're glad you're listening you are sexy motherfuckers <laughs> i am sitting across from another sexy motherfucker um you're the king of sexy motherfuckers <laughs> I love it, and it makes me so uncomfortable, and I, I love it. That it's so good. good. Like, good like you are, you are the funny. Like you, like you say to me, you're getting cocky sometimes. Mm-hmm. Woman, you made me this way. Yeah, and I made you cocky. And the cool thing is, like, double entendre. Um, the cool thing is, like, you've made me feel better about myself than anyone ever has in my entire life. So. Keep, you deserve it. Baby. Keep that shit up. I'm gonna keep it up. You're a fucking hottie. I'm gonna keep it up. Baby. Oh dear God. Well, that's <laughs> yeah, that's never an issue. All right. Have a great night.